Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fate Shifter Podcast. My name is Esteban Baez, and together with Martin Alther, we're going to be discussing the topic, Mindset is Not the Answer. Hey, Martin, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing, Esteban? I am super excited about today's topic because I know that today's topic could be a bit controversial to some people because a lot of people believe in mindset work, right? All you do is change your mindset, then your life and your world will change. So how come, Martin, mindset is not the answer? Okay. I must say, I was believing also so long that mindset is the answer. I got taught even mindset is the answer. And that was in the very beginning, actually, before I created the self-transformation code or before I got the gift of the self-transformation code. That was in the very beginning. And I thought also that's it's the mindset. But when I started to understand how physiologically the human brain works, I started to understand, wait a second, if that is true, what I learn about anatomy, then it cannot be that mindset is the answer because it's simply impossible because there is something called brainstem and that has the absolute majorly right overtake in every situation which is not common to you, which is not known to you and seems to be like danger through this. And when it can overtake means play out all the patterns, all the things it had learned we call imprints. It has to have a rule which is a cocktail, it shoots to the frontal cortex where the mindset happens and set it off. So if that happens, how can it be that mindset is the answer? Because when every time I'm getting in danger or my brainstem believes I'm getting in danger, meaning, for example, I've grown up poor and then suddenly I want to become rich, for the brainstem, that is a wrong action. Means it's danger, means he hold me back from getting there. So he shoots all the time when I do the right action. He shoots a hormone cocktail to keep me in the level where I was before. So how can then the mindset be the answer? Wow. So it sounds like mindset is the result of something which you're calling the brainstem. So the mindset shows up as a result of something. So you gave the example of if you grew up in poverty, right? Or experiencing lack. And now you're trying to change your life and create wealth for yourself. Your brain is not going to allow you to do it. Actually, the brainstem is holding you back because he has learned that's the environment you survive. That's the environment how you stay healthy. That's the environment how you live because you have learned that and imprinted to the brainstem. And now the the visualization, the ideas, the concepts of how you live in the future, that's happening in the frontal cortex. And when you have suddenly these wonderful ideas of breaking out of that cozy situation where you survive, brainstem might say, wait a second, that's dangerous. That's not good. You might die. So I protect you from dying and hold you back by shooting the hormone cocktail into your action you have actually created by your frontal cortex and says, ah, you're not going to do this. And actually, everybody who's watching and listening right now, to all of you, you have 100% already experienced this factor of this hormone cocktail. In the second, 
you were fighting with somebody or arguing very hard with somebody, so hard that you had to leave the place. You're like blocked in your thoughts. You cannot think rationally anymore. You cannot think logic. You cannot even listen normally anymore. You just walk away. And then after five to 10 minutes, you start to think, oh shit, I could have said this. I could have said that. I could have brought up this argument. Oh, this argument would have been so cool. That is when the hormone cocktail goes down and your frontal cortex start to come in again into the game. But leaving the place, that was when the brainstem was shooting the hormone cocktail to the frontal cortex. You were not even anymore able to listen and to think properly. That is how it works also with every different kind of life experiences you have throughout your life. Let me make sure I understand this. So it sounds like this is almost like fight or flight behavior, right? Yeah. Like your brain identifies change. If you grew up in poverty, I'm going to go back to that example. If, if we grew up in poverty, now we're trying to create a different environment, we're trying to create abundance and wealth for ourselves. The brain is trying to protect us. Uh, and no matter how much I say to myself, I'm wealthy, I deserve to be wealthy, I deserve to have wealth, and I write it a hundred times in a paper, like, it doesn't matter if I do writing exercises, it doesn't matter if I repeat affirmations, it doesn't matter if I try to, to tell myself in the mirror and maybe do some mirror work, I'm wealthy, I deserve to be wealthy and have abundance in my life. Are you saying that all of this stuff, all these exercises that I'm doing, is they're not going to work? It's not completely true. Of course, they do work in that moment. You have accessed this hindering imprint and you have added the information that was missing. From then on, then it totally makes sense. Then it works. But as long as this is not happening, so long, in fact, you do it for nothing. And actually, for all those who say now critically, wait a second. I was grown up in poverty and I made it somewhere. I have already here a very nice picture, and this is actually Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was also grown up in poverty, right? We know it all. He boxed himself really to the heights of the heights. But somewhere throughout his life, his brainstem overtook, and guess what? He ended up in total depths. So what is that? Millions of depths. He had a fortune of over 400 million, I guess, if, it, if I'm right. And at the end, he ended up in depths because some when his imprint's behavior started to overtake and bring him back where he belongs, he thought. And that is how we feel it as a fate. And then we believe, okay, life is not meant for me. Life is not meant that way for me. It's my fate. No, it's your imprints. It's your systemic entanglements or even your epigenetic coding that is holding you back. And you can access that. You can transform that. And when this is transformed, you have shifted literally your fate. And then you can have an access to all that. Wow. It's interesting that you bring up Mike Tyson because I, I really like the new Mike Tyson, the Mike Tyson of today. He's done so many episodes where he's really, truly a different man. Like you cannot see, Mike doesn't like violence. He doesn't talk about, it sounds like he, he changed his brainstem. It sounds like he did. He literally changed his brain stuff. And, and I want to dig a little bit more about that, Martin, because I never heard of the brainstem before I met you. You were the person that introduced me to the brainstem work, right? Let's go into the brainstem and let's fix this. Because it sounds like every time I was pursuing or setting goals for myself, like my brain was actually protecting me 
from doing the thing that I actually needed to do to create a different, to create change in my life, to create, in, in a sense, abundance, or to create a better relationship with my wife or my daughter or my kids, right? My stepchildren as well. I needed to create change inside my brain so that then I guess like you, you explain it, it shoots a cocktail into the frontal lobe. And I guess you figure this out because you study the anatomy of the brain. So I guess we have a brainstem, we have a frontal lobe, and then we have a cocktail. <laughs> yes, it's a hormonal cocktail. I think what is important to say here, to be anatomically correct, of course, there are some other parts also <laughs> in this whole story, but you can reduce it to this, first of all, to understand it easier and faster and to make it understandable for everybody. So it's just clear, okay, I have a brainstem, I have a frontal lobe, and there are actually two different things happening, and there are a few functions in between. But mainly, if you access to this, and if you use the technique, which is the self-transformation code I've created over 20 years ago, that accesses to this, let's say, challenge or problem. And you can add information that was missing, which helps then that you can suddenly use in certain situations, still your frontal lobe without the brainstem constantly interacting and reacting and shooting that hormone cocktail to hold you back. Okay. Okay. So the brainstem is really put there for our safety and our protection. And we need to give it information that's that not there. So that's, is that where we start? We need to insert information in the brainstem? Yes. For example, when you have a loving father in front of you, but at the moment he's living mostly only visually on all his imprints and patterns that have built him throughout his life, he will not transfer this love and this compassion to his child. He will transfer the experiences he made in his life. Means being maybe even a beating dad, means being an aggressive dad, means, means being really a bad dad in our, in our experience. But there is also the dad, the core, which is inside this coat of imprints and systemic entanglements and all that stuff. And when you reach out to this information, that is a total game changer. Okay. Okay. So is the brainstem the same thing as the subconscious mind? Part of it. And it's, it's called also the reptile brain, right? Most people know it as the reptile brain. It's these four Fs, fight, flight, freeze, reproduction. I was already talking once about it. So the brainstem is the one who, do, who does all these actions for us, not really perceived as conscious action. We just react, do something and believe that is us. That is our personality. That is how we are built. That yes, it's how we are built, but doesn't mean that we have to stay as we are built. We can design it. And that's amazing. Okay. So it sounds like the brainstem has to do with our reaction, right? It's, it's something that we don't think about, almost like a heartbeat. We don't think about a heartbeat, but it's beating, right? Yeah. So when brainstem shoots this hormone cocktail into the frontal lobe, it's automatic. It's automatic and it releases then the patterns you're used to learn that time when you learned it and you apply them without even knowing that they make no sense anymore because you just do it. And most of people know a bit like, I every time said I will not be like my father. Or, I every time said I will not be like my mother. But exactly this is going to happen when you come into a stressful situation 
you suddenly find yourself reacting like either your father or your mother or even like both. And you think, oh, sh shit, what happened here? And that was when the brainstem shoot in, you not even knowing that he's doing that job. Wow. Yeah, I've had that experience. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I sound like my dad or I'm doing what my mom does. I've, I definitely can relate to that. Martin, so let's talk about mindset and why people are, I guess, why are they one? Why do they want to practice mindset so much? It's because people want to change, right? So people are trying to use this tool called mindset to change. But what you're saying is don't go into the mindset, right? Don't, you know, everybody's, everybody's fascinated. That's the word I wanted to use. They're fascinated with mindset. Absolutely. Because mindset promises to be very simple, very easy. And you just have to think differently and everything in your life is different. And most of the people have experienced this is not the truth. They started to work on their mindset. They did mindset work. They tried to think differently. But when it came to critical situations, always they fell back to default and did something else than they actually were about to do and they planned to do if they come in such a situation. For example, you have a date and in this date, you do everything what you could to mess it up, right? So you start to stumble, you start to, to be like, you know how it is when you get nervous and all that stuff and you really mess it up. So they say, the next time when I have again a date, I will, go, I will differently act, I will do it differently. You plan even what you're going to do. You come into the situation and boom, you do it in the same time, the same way like you did before. And that is because your brainstem was dictating you how to act and react, although it was not helping you. Wow. Okay. So if you're trying to create permanent change, this is the reason why people pursue, right? Mindset work is they're trying to create permanent change. And it seems like your message is, if you want to create permanent change, don't pursue mindset. It's not going to work. If you want to create permanent change, you need to do the self-transformation work. Let's, let me precise that a bit. Mindset work is not the thing you do at first. You begin at the roots. And when the roots are done, when the brainstem has all the information that is needed to have freedom of choice, true freedom of choice, then mindset work is something very powerful because with our mindset, we create. It's actually a reality creation tool. It's a powerful tool, but it doesn't help when it's always overwritten by the brainstem to fall back to default as long brainstem is not corrected. And that's the problem. And most people who are really frustrated by doing already so long mindset work, believing that they should now somehow get everything they want in life, which they could, but they don't. And they're frustrated about it. Why? Because they just do only mindset or exceptionally mindset while they should first go to the roots and work on the roots, work on the imprints, work with the self-transformation code to transform because transformation is forever. When you just have a breakthrough, that can fall back to default because the brainstem can shoot in. But transformation accesses and adds information to the brainstem and then this transformation is forever. And then you can apply your mindset because it's the last thing that comes on the pearl string. Okay, so it's the last thing. So most people have it backwards. They're starting in mindset when that's the last thing they should be working on. And the first thing they should be focusing on is to create change 
at the level of the brainstem, which is what you talk about, the imprints. So we have these imprinted memories or beliefs, or let's just call it information that controls our lives and is stored in the brainstem. And right, and it's stored in the form of an imprint, right? Absolutely. Actually, when you take it in a picture, it's like your boat has a lack and water is pouring in. And you say, the first thing I'm going to do is to pump the water out of the boat. You're going to pump the whole life because water is coming in all the time. So you have first to close the lack and then pump the water or at least both at the same time. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's the work that you do. That's the self-transformation code. Yes. I actually close the lack before I pump the water. Yes, exactly. That's right. That's right. Very good, Martin. Martin, this, I think we covered every aspect of why mindset is not the answer. So if you've been watching or listening to this podcast, we truly thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about Martin, please visit his website at martinalther.com. That's martinalther, A-L-T-H-E-R-R.com. Martin, before we end this episode, are there any final thoughts you want to share with our audience? I would love that everybody who's watching or listening starts to go through his daily life with a bit of different awareness. Be aware of when you react unconscious and when do you react conscious. Alone, this exercise makes you already being more conscious of what you're doing and you start to realize that you are so often throughout the day having the intention to do something. You don't even know why you're doing it. And when you stop doing this and asking yourself first, why should I do that? What is the benefit when I do it? And what could be the result if I do it? If the result is not good or there is no benefit, stop doing it. Do something different and ask yourself, what could be the other action or another action towards it that gives me a benefit and that gives me the results I want? And then do that action. That's the first thing you can break this pattern. But then you start to realize the more you do that, you start to realize how many imprints are there out inside yourself. And then you start to understand why different things in your life are not happening the way you desire. Wow, this is a great exercise. This is an exercise for awareness, right? To become aware of your beliefs and your imprints. This is awesome. Yes, that's the first step. That's the very first step. You should be aware of what what is happening. And when you are aware of what is happening, then you understand why you should apply what we are just we're talking about. And then when you apply that, then you have shifted your fate. And that is why all my clients call themselves fate shifter, because they do it actually every single day. Martin, I know, I know we're closing. So some people might be listening now. They might say, how do I change the brainstem? Should we leave that for another episode? Let's keep that for another one. Okay. So we'll, so on the next episode, we're probably going to talk about how you can change the brainstem. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can shift your fate. We'll catch you on the next episode. You know.